Share with me spiritually. Hi, everyone. Hope you all are well and safe. The pandemic in Hong Kong is taking a bad turn. We're experiencing the fifth wave, and the recent situation has got me thinking. I realize there's a change of attitude in terms of how people perceive vaccination and their attitude towards pandemic in general. I notice that there is a surge in the number of people getting vaccination, especially among children and the elderly. So I wonder what caused this change in attitude. Because in the past, just I'd say a year ago, people are really hesitant about getting vaccination because they think they would die or have a serious reaction after being vaccinated. They don't want to risk their lives and think that getting vaccination equals suicide. To quote some of the elderly's opinion on vaccination, they'd say that they'd rather die because of COVID rather than getting vaccine and die because getting vaccination is a voluntary action, whereas getting COVID is an unfortunate event. So they think that if they die because of vaccination, they are doing it to themselves. Of course, there are obviously a lot of scientific proof that this concept, this thinking, is wrong. But then, it is very difficult to change an elderly person's mind because they are very easily persuaded by misinformation, or they get information from some unknown source and they believe it fully. It's very interesting because when I look at other countries, people are very eager to get vaccination. They don't care about the side effects. Of course, you might say that in the U.S. or in Canada, there are some anti-vaccination protests going on. But then, I feel like in general, a lot of countries, the people there, especially the elderly, are very eager to get vaccination, and they believe in the benefits of getting it. Therefore, there's this very lingering and concerning thought in my mind, and I would like to understand why is this happening to elderly and the people in Hong Kong, and why is everyone so bothered by vaccination and unwilling to take it? I'd come up with around three factors that I might think it's relevant. The first one is related to information flow. How the government or the media portrayed or present different information regarding vaccination and COVID nineteen. The second one is related to the education level of general people, the general public, or the information literacy of citizens. And the last one is related to the culture, the general culture of Hong Kong. I feel like Hong Kong people are in general very cautious and very careful when it comes to everything. We're very concerned about our health, especially, and therefore we would be very reserved and conservative in terms of receiving vaccination because they're very cautious about any side effects. And therefore, when it comes to new inventions like vaccination, we might be a little bit more skeptical about how the side effects would be like. However, I do get a sense that in Western countries, people are more open-minded and accepting towards vaccination. They seldom talk about side effects, and they're in general more willing to take risks and accept any reaction towards the vaccination. 
For example, they think that getting headaches or feeling fatigue and, for example, muscle sore or fever are very normal and wouldn't worry about it. Whereas in Hong Kong, people might be more cautious and worried about these types of reaction. For me, this cultural factor is quite straightforward and certainly plays some sort of role in fostering this phenomenon of low vaccination rate in Hong Kong. So I'm not gonna spend much time on this, but move on to another factor, which is the information flow and how information are disseminated in society. In Hong Kong, the government and the media emphasized a lot on the side effects and the reaction to the vaccination. And the media, of course, cast light into how many people died because of vaccination or how certain chronic diseased patients are experiencing aggravated symptoms or uh, had to go to the hospital because of it. Whenever someone died, people are often very concerned and suspect that it's related to vaccination. Of course, you can argue that because in the early stages of the pandemic, in the early days, death rates are really low in Hong Kong. Therefore, people don't feel the urge to get vaccination. And at the same time, the authorities, hospital authorities or government would put more emphasis onto the suspecting cases related to vaccination reactions rather than the confirmed COVID cases. Therefore, the public got this perception of people getting a lot of side effects and negative feedback from vaccination rather than focused on the urgency or benefits of getting vaccinated. But then in other European or American cities or countries, this media and government are less focused on these reaction cases there's virtually no one talking about the downsides, the cons of getting vaccinated, but people are very eager or they just don't care about it. So the general public are more willing to get vaccinated. Without getting into the statistics of the comparison between European countries and Hong Kong, I just wonder how this phenomenon would provide us with insights into the governance in general. Because what we're saying now is that the way the government distribute information would affect the perception of vaccination policy. I guess this statement can be true and valid to a certain extent, but then if we're assuming that this plays a huge role into the public perception, are we saying that the people are stupid? The people are easily influenced by these kinds of means and the way information are fed to them. Are we really that easily swayed and influenced by the media and the government? Are we really that lazy to do any research and understand what we're being told to do? Do we really not analyze any of the information we receive but simply make judgments based on these superficial information? I mean, that could be true because if we look at the very trend of too long didn't read, People are becoming more lazy and their attention span are really short. They're not willing to read any long information or wordy paragraphs, but rather look at images and short videos. That's very true. Just take the recent Ukraine-Russian war as example. Do any of us really take the time to understand what's happening and the reason and the history of this war before condemning 
I'm not saying that this war is not worth condemning, but what I'm saying is we're simply using very straightforward and basic arguments like world peace or human rights as our argument to opposed to this war. Of course, this might not eventually affect our stance on this war, but if we choose to adopt this attitude towards everything, all social issues, this might be dangerous. Anyway, if that's really the case, it would be very funny because the government would need marketing team. The government would need to understand the human psychology so that they can play into it. And then even worse, or even scarier, the government would be able to persuade or influence the general public into doing whatever they want. Because we're saying that humans are stupid. We're all puppets that can be easily controlled by how information are disseminated. We have no whatsoever control over our actions. Well, to be less extreme and sarcastic, actually, that's true. If we looked at how behavioral science application in public policy, we would see that it actually plays a role and psychology actually can make people and nudge people into doing what the government wants them to do. For example, the very famous and typical example of organ donation, the opt-in and opt-out system, where countries use an opt-out system the donation rates is higher, and for those who use this opt-in system, the organ donation rates is relatively low. Of course, we cannot neglect the ethical concerns behind all these actions because some people might think that it's not ethical to manipulate people that way and government shouldn't do it, but then you can say that the media is doing it, so why not the government? And perhaps the way to resolve this is through democracy. But then if we think about democracy, it goes back to politics and politicians, which actually are people who are good at feeding into this human psychology thing because politicians are usually people who are confident speakers and they are good with their stage presence. They know how to manipulate and play into the people's mind. They're probably good salesperson, let's say. They're selling themselves into people believing them and especially people who doesn't like to read a lot of information and do a lot of analysis. A very good and recent example is Donald Trump, the former American president. He is obviously very good at public speaking and he has a very strong stage presence every time when he speaks, when he delivers a speech, it's like watching a show. So he's very good at grabbing the public's and media's attention. The way he presents certain information makes it very believable, especially to people who doesn't like to do any logical thinking. But then Trump was not elected because the public realized that he was doing a bad job and he is a crazy man. So this brings us into the second factor, which is education. With people who are logical and to a certain extent well-educated, they would understand how to use their democratic power and also understand how to analyze certain information and make an informed decision regarding their government and society. Going back to the vaccination topic, Perhaps one of the reason why people are not vaccinated because they're not well educated enough to understand the benefits of vaccination, perhaps. They don't understand that there are much more benefits and the benefits would definitely outweigh the drawbacks of getting vaccination. 
Perhaps all these scientific explanations are too difficult for them to understand. Sadly, I doubt the majority of the population understand how vaccination works. Even though there's some videos online or sometimes there are TV shows explaining the rationale of vaccination, people just don't care. They don't even want to understand, so they cannot understand it. And if you think about it, the elderly citizens probably don't and won't understand it as it is unlikely that they receive enough education to understand this kind of biology and chemistry because, you know, in the past, they just can't really get enough education. Therefore, I was wondering, would it be more convincing and effective if the government can somehow ensure everyone understands the rationale of these vaccination policies? Like, if everyone are biology and chemistry experts, or at least knowledgeable enough to understand these vaccination, how it works, and how, you know, what we studied in biology. How vaccination can trigger his immune system and generate some sort of protein that can configure the correct cell to do its job and fight COVID. You know, that sort of thing. What if the government can ensure everyone get this idea? Would it help public policy? Would it boost the vaccination rate? Of course, this is virtually impossible and infeasible because you can't really force everyone to watch whatever leaflet and shows you disseminate and you can't really force everyone to actually understand it. Perhaps for those who are eager to find out the rationale behind, they would lean into the source of information and try to understand it. But most of the time, going back to the previous factor, actually the too long didn't read culture and the laziness in people are the majority. We're not eager to find out the reason behind, but we simply are feeding into the information we're fed. But of course, you can again argue the other way, which is that the education system is the one to be blamed because if people are well-educated, they might be more inclined to understand and find out the rationale behind. They're able to make more logical, informed decision. So perhaps people are more willing to get vaccinated. But then this gives rise to a broader question of whether we as society should be responsible to understand everything. Do we have the social obligations and the social responsibility to be a civic society citizens and to understand and um, try our best to make all our decisions very informed? Is it too much of a burden to everyone? And do we have to really contribute to every single debate that the government is doing? Do we have to really show our opinions to all the public policy? Is it too ideal? And if it's too ideal, is it something that we should be working towards? Is there something wrong with this ideal? Because are we neglecting the self-choice and freedom of choice and expression of everyone if we want to make everyone talk and debate? What if someone is just not fond of making any choice and they don't really care about politics? Is it a crime? Is it a sin? These are some questions we can think about. But then going back to the topic of vaccination, perhaps there's a very simple reason to this vaccination rate concern, which is political reasons. Whether people trust the governments and whether people have confidence in the public policy the government's making. 
But probably like all other social phenomenons, this is probably a result of all the reasons I mentioned above. It is a mixed and ambiguous phenomenon, which can't be accounted to a single factor. But there are two general takeaways or personal reflections that I think everyone can learn. First is to fight against this too long dead read culture. It's very easy for us to lean into all the sensational news and images or videos, but don't want to read lengthy paragraphs. We have very short attention span because of how technology is developed nowadays. But we are very responsible for our own actions and our own behaviors, and we are able to, and we are capable of controlling ourselves and fighting against this bad habit. And lastly, we should all take the time to think about whether we are really human beings that can be easily swayed and influenced. Are we that easily controlled by what we're told? This is probably a philosophical question because we don't know what we don't know. We're always destined to be swayed by our environment, or that what we're doing now is actually shaped by what we have experienced. But I guess it is also fair to say that we should at least try to break this media or government control and change, or at least try to break through this echo chamber effect. Especially with all these algorithms and technology controlling us and invading our lives every single day. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, please leave me an Apple review or Spotify rating, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.